this flyover clip. Brianna, I want to I want to ask you about something real quick, and then we're going to play a clip. But uh, let's go back to June. Let's go in the way back machine, just you know, mentally, and go back to a, a time we're all old enough to remember when President Trump's home was raided. They went through his family's uh, dresser drawers and his kids' bedrooms. They went through every facet. Um, we've had on uh, Christina Bob, and she's talked about it. She was on staff there as attorney. Um, when they went through that, it, it, what? Where were the the documents that that uh, they said uh, that they were after? Where were they located then, and how vulnerable were they? Were they laying around, and where were they at in in his home? Well, you could actually just ask the federal government because they knew where they were all along. I mean, I remember when this first started that Donald Trump's attorneys came out and said that the that the federal government did approve, and they were working with him uh, on a place to store those documents within his home. And they approved everything. And then all of a sudden they came storming in as if they didn't know what was what was there. I mean, his attorneys were working with them the entire time. We know that uh, we know that they were secure. They weren't just as the FBI like they did it when they had the image of all the documents just laid out on the floor mm-hmm. as if that was how they found them. And we know that's not how they found them. Um, but we know that they were secure and the federal government knew exactly where they were. So full force, the U.S. Mm-hmm. government attacking a uh, former president coming at his home for something that they knew was there. He was not trying to conceal and uh, that they had been there, I think within even the last 60 days or so and had approved the location where they were and just asked maybe to add another, uh, one more lock to mm-hmm. the the secure uh, walk-in safe that they'd been stored in. But they were stored in a safe. There's a gated security. There's the home. There's the house in it. And then there's a walk-in safe. And they just said, add one more lock to Which it. Which so, he complied. And he complied and they did that immediately. That's kind of how that went, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. That's how Donald Trump's attorneys say it. And so mm-hmm. uh, it was eerie that they decided to just bang down his front door and search Melania's closet for documents that they knew weren't in there. So right. we're, we're now, now, now we're hearing uh, classified documents. The reason I'm bringing this up because this happened a couple of days in a row now that more classified documents are showing up that Joe Biden, when he was vice president, has left. They've been laying around apparently now for years because he has not been vice president for more than a long minute and uh, multiple locations. They found them in. I want to just get your reaction to this clip because Peter Ducey of Fox News uh, kind of put him on the spot. And I just kind of want to get his answer to it, as well as the standard he was holding President Trump to when this happened this last summer. So check this out. Classified, Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. The FBI spread the documents out on a floor to make a record of what was found. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself, looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Totally irresponsible. Totally irresponsible. Brianna. Yeah, yeah, it's it's 
interesting, especially because just a couple of months ago, you have those comments that he was making about how totally irresponsible it is. Mm-hmm. And then you have Joe Biden trying to write it off like, oh, my, the documents were just in a locked garage. I mean, he just incriminated himself then and there. Yeah. Uh, any prosecutor would take him to trial on it. But let's be honest, if he were to go to trial, he probably wouldn't be able to actually go through the trial process because any sane judge would look at him and say, that man's not mentally competent. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's got some serious cases of a, a case of dementia his way, unfortunately. But uh, just just to kind of bring it all back, um, Hunter Biden was allegedly also claiming that house where those documents were found as to be his residence. So mm-hmm. uh, according to Miranda Devine of the New York Post, back in 2018, I believe it was, Hunter did claim that that home was his home. So we know that Hunter Biden, who does have a drug addiction and, and does has spiraled out of control and has been bought off by Ukraine and China, uh, he had access to this home is what that tells you. Mm-hmm. And then it tells you, what do those documents say? I want to know what those documents say. I think it's very important for the rest of us to figure out what were those documents because, uh, yeah, he might have been doing his little friends at the CCP a favor by having those in his garage. Man. I know you put on your Twitter the actual application uh, that that Hunter you know filled out to have access to that property for Joe to even be there in the mm-hmm. first place. So uh, it kind of always goes back. He says, "Hey, I've never have any connection with my son when it comes to business and anything." And found out they're more interwoven than a than a yeah. than braided hair. So um, yeah. appreciate you guys the work that you guys do mm-hmm. on, on the absolute truth. You guys make the calls. You, you force mm-hmm. people's hands. You do. Um, what is it they used to call it? journalism? <laughs> uh, you guys do you do the work, and uh, I, I love it. And, and I do. America should thank you guys for what you guys do over there. That show. You guys go to briannamorello.com if you be able to follow her on Twitter. Um, it's probably one of the most transparent, truthful, and then also often sarcastic mm-hmm. and and funny threads that you can follow. That's right. You can also follow her at the Absolute Truth um, when you go to Frank's speech, Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. Thank you so much for your time, Brianna. We really appreciate it. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only 19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My Pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. For more great content, go to FlyoverConservatives.com.